Exciting time! Woo! We're supposed to be on our way to Birmingham. But Sean's having a shit. When we're waiting for him currently. So, so, I mean, so that's why nice. doesn't he just do his own business at home? Is what I ask. Good point. Yeah, but so also, bring it to the shops. We were um, we were talking about the journey up there, and James said, "Right, we're going up there. One shot, no stops." And Sean went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, no stops." But you know, like maybe a little roadside piss break. And so you're like, yeah, no stops except for those times where you want us to stop. Yeah, and it's like, well, uh, I'm, you're an adult, Sean. I'm sure you'll be able to hold it in. You be know, a big boy. Be a big boy. Maybe. But you know, um, he's got the worst bladder control ever. Ah, oh, this is true. And if you go to the cinema with him, he, he this actually become a meme because when it's the why not gr- grab a cool, refreshing coke when that comes up, yeah. he's like, yeah, there's oh, always I'm, time for a drink, and then he'll immediately get up. He gets up and he goes, time for a coke. <laughs> but he's always just has that what nervous pre cinema piss. And then and then also during the film and then also straight after. Yeah, during. He he sometimes leaves it at really silly moments. Yeah. Here he comes. He's coming to the car now. I like how he I like how he ran like like something bad was going to happen. Alright Sean. You alright Sean? Guys, uh, you have a nice shit? Uh it was uh not pleasant. Oh. Yeah, that's that vegan diet, mate. Should we, should we, uh, should we get going? Hashtag road trip. Hashtag girl boss. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. Is everyone comfortable? No. Uh, extremely. I'm very uncomfortable. Actually, I'm Good. So you said you were going to have a sleep on the way. Yeah, you're tired. yeah. I'm going to sleep whilst. We... That's cool, isn't it? A bit worried about. Uh, but, well, yeah. Well, I'll steer while you have a nap. If yeah, you're yeah. On a straight. That's fine, mate. Isn't it called sat nav because you're you're sat down? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was sat nap. <laughs> Oh yeah, exactly. So I'm going to have, have a second. sat nap whilst the sat nav. Yeah. Anyway, fuck off. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs>no it's not because we're going to no go. we need to we need to clarify because the thing is we booked into a game we've got the fucking tickets the cunt GM let two randoms sit down and take our fucking spaces and then didn't say shit and he should have asked them for their tickets but he didn't and I'm, uh, and, and then Sean he's wasted all of our time <laughs> and Mr. Stag I don't know what he was on but he's fucking weird no, he's lovely. <laughs> yeah. Actually, if you do listen to this, you're, you're a nice bloke. You're and a, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised. Honestly. No, I said that. I am very surprised. I'm, no, I'm a bit upset because I want... Uh, but no, I don't want... Actually, no, I'm not upset at that's all. That's the second time I've ever been recognised in public. I mean, it's amazing. I wore the shirt. The and they couldn't really shirt. see it. Yeah, but it was to make sure that I was recognised because I'm so desperate for the attention. He actually saw me first. So he no, he heard yeah, Sean's yeah, he conspiracy was, voice. He, well, he, saw, he saw James you know, and then he was like, oh, uh, oh no, my wallet's going to get stolen. And then... But, yeah. but like, it's not one, <laughs> Did you get, it's not one of the select like, Sean fans, is it? No. There's very few of them. Yeah, those. very, very and all, few. And those are the weird ones. Yeah, no, they're mostly um, in your mirror. Um, that's <laughs> but, um, we've got four yeah. fucking hours to kill now. Looks like we're going to go back to the hotel. Go back to the hotel, drink for two hours, come back. Actually, what's the time? We could probably check in before we fucking... No, no. Uh, so, just me and Sean here sitting at a lake. Um, we've had... A few minutes to contemplate 
the decisions made by the idiots at the con so far. We're still a bit bum hurt, if you can't tell. Yeah, and we're sort of uh, viewing the lake, having a beer together, uh, but there is a sort of an aura of sadness as we've sort of been screwed out of our place by a couple of other people and that. That's yeah. a bit annoying. And uh, yeah, we just went for Harrison to get back. I think his poo clock's going off, you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll hear from him in a sec. But yeah, we're just chilling with some beers, waiting until our game at 6 p.m. So yeah. Yeah, so um, uh, just to let you know like what our, what we've got waiting for us, we did have Aliens, uh, Alien, but um, we'll, we'll gloss over that because obviously we're not playing that anymore. Uh, but what we have actually upcoming later on um this evening oh my god it's way late well we've got oh mate we've got loads of time fuck sorry i just realized it's 8 8 p.m is our next game Holy. it's uh, the dolls of the fathers um and uh it's a fate variant is what we're playing and then um tomorrow should be a good day we hope that the same thing doesn't happen again which is turn up and don't get the seat we paid for but we'll see how it pans out. However, what we've got on the schedule for tomorrow, quite exciting. We'll probably go over this tomorrow when we start recording in the morning. And this will probably be cut, but fuck it. Um, the Star Wound of Abaddon. Now that is a level 3 Dungeon Crawl Classics adventure. I'm looking forward to playing something that's not level 0 or level 1. Uh, even though that's the beauty of DCC. Uh, it's going to be... I'm very excited for this. Uh, so is Harrison, actually, because he gets to be a player for the first time. Yeah, he's done one like before, I think, but it was like uh, he basically he's, he, he's run DCC so many times um, that he kind of he's literally almost never been a player. So I think that's one that he's most excited for, for definite. But next game uh, for tomorrow afternoon is Adios Amigo, which is a Deadlands classic dime novel adventure. I'm looking very forward to that because uh, that's the very first Deadlands, isn't it? So that's yeah, okay. proper Deadlands classic, man. It's going to be a it's going to be pretty pretty nice because we're playing Deadlands at the minute, as you know, if you listen to our podcast and know what we've been slaying at the moment. And the new the new Deadlands is excellent, but it is. You should give it a punt. It's worth a punt, isn't it, Sean? It's hundred. <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, our final game for tomorrow is going to be Dwarves Against the Apocalypse, and basically it's about dwarves who invade the sorcerer's school. On the brink of apocalypse, and it's uh, of course powered by the apocalypse system, which will be which is a good late night sort of game, I think. After a few beers, well, it says that the system's called mannerism. So oh, I'm mannerism. not sure what that is. Oh, I'm not sure either. So that'll be quite interesting to see what's going on there. And then um, just to top it off, I'll let you know what our two games that we've got booked for Sunday is. One of them is Wonder Home, which is a pastoral fantasy RPG about travelling animal folk. The world that they inhabit with a shared GMing and storytelling aesthetic. So that'll be uh, quite nice. Uh, the system is itself titled Wonder Home. Wonder Home. I can't pronounce it for some reason. Maybe I'm too pissed already. Um, and then uh, we have. Sorry, that's our second game because this is, the order of the schedule was fucked me in the fucked me in the fuck. But our morning game is Time Slips and Sunken Ships, which is uh, Tales from the Loop, um, Mutant Year Zero system. Um, and kids in the 1980s. I'm looking forward to that one. Some sort of stranger things, shite. Uh, Harrison's just come back from. He just bought some shit. Yeah, I did. I was going to the loo, oh, but nice. I had to do a what bit of retail the therapy to get over the sadness. Yeah, we we're just going over a bit there, but yeah, it should be uh, pretty nice. We've had some 
complementation time. Um, but however, uh, a live live feed and dropping the actual start game of our next session. Uh, yeah, do, you, do you want to know the actual start time? What? 8 p.m. That's not no way. What? Yes, 8 p.m. is our start time. So we've got fucking a million hours. We might as well just go back to the fucking hotel, lads. Yeah, so we'll um, we'll we'll speak again. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm 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 deeply sad. I know silence is not good for like radio, but like like this is shit. This is there's no. That's sort of the level of speechlessness you'll get with Harrison, really. Yeah, it was actually only because I I picked up the schedule. um, What time's first game tomorrow? Nine a.m. Right, and the actual start time. It's 9 a.m. Oh, um, well, I guess we'll go around, look around the hall. See, you know, go to any stalls that we haven't previously seen and go back to the hotel. Yeah, so we'll check in a bit later. I know I've given you the still itinerary. Two, we've still got two days of gaming. It's all right. Yeah. No, it's fine. I've, no, it's fine. I've, it's given, fine. You, I've given you the itinerary, <laughs> but we'll, we'll go over it when we actually play them and stuff. But yeah, so the start of UK Games Expo is a piece of shit. Savage Coin is better than this. And we run it, you should come to that. That's only like 12 people. <laughs> right, um, fuck you later. Yeah, no. Well, that was a shit day. No, no, it's not really good. No, you know, it was all right. You know, we did some stuff. We went to Birmingham. We got rained on. It's like a deluge of rain, man. Uh, but uh, we did come back home and play Mario Party Superstars, which is a good game. Yeah, um, I mean, great game. I'm glad we travelled to Birmingham to play Mario Party. In so a hotel. you got to be honest, the real experience, right, of going to a gaming con... Is to go to the hotel and play a video game. Yeah, but before that, what you've got to do is sit down at the game you've booked into and then wait for some cunts to take your place... But wait around for three hours and come back later and see them having the time of their lives. Like, so Harrison, uh, so what we did, right, we decided we we're going to boycott today because we were really fucked off. And then um, Harrison took a peep at the game that we were meant to be in uh, whilst we were getting a refund for our evening game. And apparently they were having the time oh, of their lives. You're, you're, honestly, I've never seen such unadulterated glee on, on a man's face. As I have that game. And then we tried to do a live stream for all you cucks out there who said yes. And uh, it was abysmal. Yeah, then nobody turned up. We got rained on before we came here. It was intense rain. We got an Uber. And we didn't even need an Uber. That took longer than to get get here. And we had to run run five minutes to get it as well. (laughs) Yeah, we had to run through the rainstorm to get it. And then when we got there, he parked 10 minutes down the fucking road from my hotel. So, overall, UKGE, uh, right now, uh, you know, sort of 1 out of 10 situation, really. 1 out of 10. You heard it here first. No, but, no, let's be honest, though. No, no, wait, because we're being unfair. Because we did have some instant noodles in a hotel room. Oi. And you can't do that anywhere. You've got to go to Birmingham. That's uh, the thing. Yeah, no. That, that, That's what a lot of people uh, misunderstand about it. You've got to go to Birmingham. Dude, you've got to go to Birmingham. Oh, no, but we... No, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs>
Sean is such a No, but to be fair, we did go to the Weatherspoons and have two Worthington's cream flows. And, yeah, they're uh, about two times the price. Yeah, and it was, you know, 12 NEC, yeah. you want to fucking pay you through the roof? Wait, no, man. That was a good thing. Sean ate meat. No, I didn't eat meat, man. I ate you didn't know, but you did, though. You had a little nibble. He had a little bit of nibble on Donna, and, you know, we're not going to judge him for it. Yeah, because Donna, she's a nice girl. <clears throat> and uh, I think that's close enough to a joke where we can end this segment. Yeah, so basically tomorrow we're going to be hungover and happy. We're waking up really early. We're eating breakfast at seven. What the fuck are we doing? Good night. Fuck you. Good night. Drinking that Pepsi. Drinking that can till it's empty. Plenty. Alright, so, uh, yeah, we're here. It's the following morning. We're all really tired. You slept well, James? No. No noises? I, in slept, the I slept horrifically. I've, like, I've slept really shit. Harrison's oh, snore yeah. is actually something I've never heard before. It's mad because you actually hum as you snore. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes work <laughs> myself up by doing it. The thing is, I never ever sleep in my own flat because my wife sleepwalks all the time yeah, so and it's got worse because one time she picked up our son and changed him in her sleep and I'm like that's actually quite dangerous <laughs> so I sort of stay up keeping an eye on her so that was the first night's sleep I've had in ages and, and I knew I that so I knew that so that's why I didn't I didn't um, interrupt him but god it was mental I really appreciate it if it gets bad tomorrow night you're welcome to go and sleep in the shower oh yeah it's a good idea tonight I mean yeah Tomorrow night would be you'd be in your own house. <laughs> so yeah, we um, <laughs> after the <laughs> I do I, I know, but anyway, so after the events of yesterday, right, where you know we have we we had one game where we got kicked out of it despite paying to be in it, another game that was five hours away. Yeah. Um, so we ended up just going back to the hotel room playing Mario Party, which is good because it's got dice in it, so it's almost like playing an RPG almost if you squint and are in a different room. Yeah, it's quite good. No, it's fun, and we got really, we got really fucked up. But now we're super hungover. We woke up at six a.m. Speak for yourself, uh, mate. Uh, I feel right as rain. Uh, Shut up, Harrison. Harrison. Of course he does, because he's had the best sleep in ages. Oh yeah. Uh, Although so, I did nearly shoot myself on the way here, so you know, <laughs> so I think that's probably a symptom of having too much beer. So we've got like sort of a silent protest slash sitting going on here. So we're so scared that we're going to get like punted out of the game. That we arrived an hour early and we got up at 6.30 in the fucking morning. No, we're up at 6. We had breakfast at 6.30. But you got woken up by a lovely, the beautiful sound of burr-burr-dang. Burr-burr-dang. That mud vein thing. People who don't, if you're not a patron of this, they won't know that reference. So best pay up. Pay up, Sunny Jim. We've already met one of our patrons here, and I've got to tell you, he's quite nice. But if he didn't pay us... Then he wouldn't be quite then, nice. Yeah, exactly. That's the way we operate. Yeah, so we've arrived an hour early, an hour, to play uh, DCC, just so that we secured our table. Is it definitely in this room? Yes, it says Churchill. It even says it on the tickets, which I have right here. But we know that doesn't guarantee anything. No, it fucking does today, mate. It better have had, otherwise... So, because that that guy's running alien again today, and then James said he's going to spit in his face, but that was when he just sort of woken up, and I think he was very angry. Yeah, I'm not a morning person. 
I noticed that you're not, you, you, yeah, you're very um, a bit grumpy until you've had your food. I think he still, might still be slightly grumpy. He's just, he looks a bit annoyed. James, don't, don't, don't be angry at me, man. He looks really angry. Alright. Yeah. Alright, well, okay, well, we'll see you again after the DCC game, I guess. Hopefully it'll be real fucking sick. I am, oh my god, I'm hoping so. Because, I mean, it's got to make up for quite a lot. Are you feeling right now, James? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> High spirits. Alright, see you later. So, uh, yeah, we played our first game of the con, which is actually the third game of the con, uh, but it was actually our first game of the con. Yeah, so it's the first game that we actually got to play. It was nice. It was. Uh, I'll tell you what, I love playing games. I really like playing games, especially Goodman games. Goodman games? Yes. Like uh, Tug of War. Yeah, Tug of Moth. Tug of Moth. Uh, reach Around. Preferably... Preferably, <laughs> rolling dice Prefer- is my thing, really. It's just no, that's not very manly. That's pretty. That's pretty lame. Uh, but yeah, so the first game that we played at the con, it was DCC, and um, I just need to lean in. It was run by the oldest man in the entire world. Yeah, he uh, he he was very very old, but if, if really I, it was quite um, if I told a wholesome you, GM. Really, he was very very lovely. But to describe his physical appearance, if I said to you, Gollum's dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gollum's dad, or, or what's that, um, Notre Dame? Oh, the hunchback of Notre Dame, but he's, oh, at, his like back, uh, he's at his back fixed. And he's Some, really old now. That's, that's yeah, so, yeah. You know, like, he's purposefully ugly. Oh, and you've all just sent him all of our podcast information, so none of this can go in. Okay, so it was a very nice game. Very nice game, good looking chap. Um, no, he was a really nice guy. He um, really it was. was. Very, very wholesome in the fact that um, because he was so um, old, although he was an, a proper. He'd, he'd, we'd asked how long he'd been playing, and he'd been playing since 83. And he's been playing DCC for 10 years. So yeah. So he started playing AD&D in 1983. And that's awesome. So, um, yeah, we played uh, Marzio Muscadere's level three adventure, The Star Wound of a Battle. And I think, I think it might have been written by an American, right? Definitely. Because when you say Star Wound of a Baden, it yeah. sounds like, like you're a Baden, like he's a bad one. Like yes. Yeah. Oh, it's a Star Wound of a right Baden. <laughs> I think it's Abaddon, isn't it? It might be, but yeah. I like to say a Baden. Yeah, I've said it a Baden this whole time, but yeah, Abaddon sounds... But anyway, let's abandon this uh, line of conversation and uh, talk about the adventure. So obviously he's he's an old fella, you know, he's getting on a bit, and he, he I don't think he could have run the game faster if he wanted to. So it was quite it's very laid back, very chilled, and it was good for a morning game. Didn't stop us from three beers, did it, lads? No. <laughs> Mate, we, we we opened the can just before ten a.m. Yeah, I've got I've got to be honest. Like, like we were counting down the minutes because we arrived an hour early to the game. We were yeah, di- so we were at the actual table we played at um, at eight a.m. And then we started the game at about quarter past nine, and we were literally looking at the clock to like because this sort of rule it has to be at least double digits. You know, you've got to start drinking at ten. Yeah. 
Uh, and then uh, it all kicked off basically, didn't it? I mean, it was fucking mental. We had to it was get... actually really nice. And we had, um, so I think there's a problem with their ticketing system at UK Games Expo because it was oversubscribed again. Fortunately, good GM allowed the additionals to play because he had just the exact amount of uh, pre-gens. And a re- really nice bunch of people. There was a lady there who was, it was her first time ever role-playing. I hope she understands that some games can be a bit more fast-paced than that. Definitely. But I still thought that while it was a little bit slow, we when we were in the action, we did do stuff, and it was a lot of fun. Like everything we did was really fun. But it was just you. We would sort of chat amongst ourselves, and then he would have read the next bit of the module, and then he would come in and say, "Right, this is what's happening." Yeah, and he, he clearly knew how to run the game very well, and it was really well run I mean the, so the star word of a, a right bad one uh, is uh, well essentially the, the part is that there's this sort of wound in time and space that has opened up outside our village and we had to go in and, and sort of sort it out yeah turns out there was a big tree involved yeah there's lots of uh, some corpses some weird um, hairless eggs with uh, thin appendages we basically fought us. Dizzy uh, for anyone <laughs> that knows who Dizzy is Dizzy the egg uh, and uh, I, I made a joke at the table that I think only Sean got where I was like so this isn't Seymour goes to Hollywood which uh, nobody's going to understand oh my god basically Seymour was a spin-off game of the Dizzy series um, but it was set in a realistic setting so the, uh, the the people that made it you know they, they had to differentiate from the Dizzy series overall but the Dizzy series has quite a storied history really I mean if you there's a lot of good Dizzy games fantastic uh, so the, the adventure was um, quite good no it was it was very good and it was um, I know that it was slow paced because of how he was um, sort of delivering it to us Aging. but he did quite well um, to sort of reel it back into entertaining scenes yes because yeah, there yeah, was yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. of um, nice sort of combat that went on there were some bits where I think he because of the amount of people, he obviously kept writing down six players, even though there was eight. Um, so I lost a turn once. That was Guy lost oh, a turn a couple of times. Yeah. Do you know one of my favourite? I've got to be honest. Like, so, so we go into the Star Wound of a battle, right? And we're going in there. We're sorting stuff out. We're going towards this beautiful garden, which happens to be where all the evil is, right? And the last boss is a tree. And one of my favourite parts of the entire game was that. Um, somebody somebody did a spell on the tree mm. and he went does this, and, and the character goes does the spell affect the tree in any way and the GM went no you are not a tree <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was fucking I was dying like, I really wanted to laugh so it was such a great like he misheard him obviously he's like no you are not a tree <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was so good. And there was also a bit where James rolled for initiative, got a high roll and made the following noise. <laughs> and for some reason it just got me. Like It was like at the exact moment. And I just... It re- I, what do you call it? Like I was in hysterics. I, just, yeah. I was trying so hard not to laugh. And then every time I looked at you, it made me laugh again. And, uh, uh, it was really nice. The only uh, problem I had with the game was uh, it was so decently paced. Uh, we had... Uh, stuff going on yeah that does sound like a bad problem like, with a game no all oh. the time we had stuff going on all the time we had battles going on but I think towards the end when we'd basically solved the problem uh, I don't think we should have spent an hour attacking a tree to be honest well yeah so I thought that right up until that point everything was perfect and then right when we got to the point where we were fighting the tree some of us got teleported underground and then nobody wanted to go near the tree because when I did, I got teleported underground. So he kept 
trying to hint us to move in that direction. So, so you see the tree, and then everyone will be like, mm, what should we do? Maybe we should stand back a bit, and this, and the other. And he'll be like, the tree still remains. And then uh, eventually they just went and attacked it and killed it. But I reckon as soon as we figured out that it was the source of the evil, and somebody's attacking it with an axe, just say, okay, you chop it down, you've saved the, the, the galaxy. I agree, yeah. There's um, an interesting bit um, at the end uh, where... Obviously, he goes through the module and then he tells people what happened. So I was the only character that died in it. And um, I got, um, he basically said what happened to my character, which was just, you know, woeful, pitiful death. And I'll be caught in basically eternal dread forever, um, which is interesting. But it was um, also funny that he delivered all of the bonuses for all the people at the table, even though it was a one shot. I would yeah. have said, well, you would get loads of stuff like X, Y, Z, but it's a one-shot, so... Yeah, and he was sure. just like, right, you get permanent strength increase. Now, as well, the thing is, he was reading directly from the module. Yeah. And he was very quiet. So, often, this is what we would hit. Like, at the ending was probably the quietest bit, where everyone else in the room was being really loud as well. Like, it's not his fault. Yeah, because right? it's, it's, like, uh, nearing up to lunch, so everyone's a bit more hyper and... And like, he was looking down, and you know, so we'd hear sort of them, and they save the land, and but you know, forever. Is that what? Huh? But we did. He did. We did clarify with him a couple of times. Yeah, it was really good, and it was nice. And um, we had a couple of photos, and I sent him the photos just now on the old Gmail there. Yeah. So that's that was our first one. Next up, we're going to be playing Dwarves Against the Apocalypse. Uh, so I'm, I'm imagining Warwick Davis, Kenny Baker, Vern Troyer, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, all the mid, all the great midgets of the world. This is Ronnie's course. All right, see ya. That was definitely one of the worst games I've ever played, if not the worst game. So... Actually, no, it wouldn't be the worst game. Let me just run you through, though, right? You're, you're looking at the list of games. You see Dwarves Against the Apocalypse. What yep. are you thinking? You think it's serious political drama? No. You thinking uh, being told constantly what your character's doing? No. So, um, you think in uh, um, a rubbish system involving cards where you don't roll dice? No. Well, because you're in luck, baby. Uh, I've got a system for you. It's called Mannerisms. Mannerism RPG. So, um, this was a uh, actually a self-authored system made by the GM that ran the game Dwarves Against the Apocalypse. Now... What's worth mentioning is that we all thought this was going to be our fun, we're playing, <laughs> we're playing <laughs> with dwarves, you know? And we're against the apocalypse, yes, post-apocalyptic setting, you know, was, that kind of thing. It was sort of like neither of those things, really. And, uh, it literally wasn't. Like, absolutely, it literally now, wasn't. Now, we should say that, like, the players at the game were immense. And the I, players, actually, I actually enjoyed it because of that reason. And yeah. what this guy was trying to do is have this serious political drama involved around dwarves using a card-based system where... Uh, just bunch of, loads of stats. So he had... Yeah, I mean, too many. He had cards, right? 
And in any given situation, he's supposed to put the card face down on the table for the problem he thinks will arise if you fail, right? So, for example, he might put down consumption. Yeah. Right? And uh, that might be the, uh, the, the negative result of having cooked food badly. But the trouble is, right, so, which means you lose food. But, like, what the trouble is, what would happen is, like, 100% of the time, is we'd be looking at these cards we had in front of us that had all the abilities that we can do on them and saying, I want to use my speed too. And then he would go, whoa, 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 whoa. I, he can't know because then he could just put down the card that counts as the exact thing yeah, you're trying then, to do. But then when I, when I said that and I did that, he said, no, you have to announce your card. Well, yeah, so it's back, I mean, and often, right, and he's also supposed to tell you what the difficulty is, what you're trying to beat by adding your stats together, which he forgot to do so often it was unbelievable, he wrote the system. Now, just ask me this, answer me this, ask me a question, right? Tough guys, yeah. when I ran it, did I forget the rule? I know it's more of a setting book, but did I just, did at any point I just forget what was happening in the setting? No, because you wrote it. Yeah, I mean, that goes... That goes a long way. Let's, let's give you a little walkthrough, right? Because we start the game, yeah. right? He says you set up you set up a scene and you just kind of play it out, a bit like Fiasco, right? So he sets up a scene and he says, uh, oh, you guys, uh, he, he, one of them's a, a military general and he's ordering three of the other players or characters to go down a mine and set off off a bomb. He set us up the bomb. Yeah. And uh, the guy who was the general improvises and he says, Oh, yeah, we're going down the mines uh, because we're getting some cheese. And it was like brilliant role play. It was like this unhinged general. And it turns out, yeah, they were going to blow up a cheese mine, right? Quite silly. Very. But, but the GM allowed it and he was like, Oh, that's funny, that's cool. But just like a, a few minutes beforehand. It gets to my turn. I'm a fucking... I'm the princess, right? And I have a rival with the military guy because he's trying to go all out war and I'm trying not to, right? So I make a reference to a present he left me in my bed, right? Which is fairly obvious. It's some shit. But it could be a dead animal. It could be anything, right? And the GM's like, can we just get away from the, you know, the shits in beds? You know, it's not the sort of tone I'm going for. But additionally, like... like Maybe, maybe think about you know the tone that your players were enjoying versus the tone you wanted to go for. Because when we started getting silly, right, like like right at the end of the game, right, everything came to a head. We had the soldiers in the mines uh, trying to stop these sorcerers. We had me trying to allow the sorcerers to continue their spell because uh, I didn't want to risk all-out war with them. We had the general who had uh, got rallied an army outside the mines, and then we we all sort of like uh, came to a head, right? Yeah. And then, like, right at the end, we just started arguing amongst each other because that was what the fucking session was about. It was about, like, conflicting well, ideas. Well, it's politics, so you're always, always going to and argue. And yet, when we were arguing, right, with each other in character, taking his fucking story seriously, he had his face in his hands, face palming. Yeah, he did. He didn't, oh, know, well, sorry. He didn't know what to do, but I thought we played, the, uh, played it really well when we were arguing, but he anything that's slightly deviated even though we were playing the characters and adding to his story going take for along. example Sean's character spellcaster Sean says he wants to use a spell to stop this waterfall that was blocking their way right and the bloke just I don't know, he just pointed at you and said right so you're going to divert both the, you're going to divert the water by creating a formation in the rocks and we're like well no he didn't fucking say that but you know you do whatever you want you just tell me you, you tell me how it's going to go 
I'm quite angry if it doesn't. Well, the thing that I found annoying about the whole toilet humour, which was actually okay at the table, perhaps you could have just said, oh, yeah, just um, try well, not to I go there too much. in the bed. Yeah, yeah, but well, you, no, no, it was after that you said, oh, yeah, I want to know when he shits, if he shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. that was what he yeah, said after like that. But it's a phrase. That's like a phrase. Like, like, that's no, like is, a military sort of. CEO it, it, like if he takes it, because I was trying to sort of um, get one of my butlers to follow the general, right? And yeah. mark down it. And and the phrase I used was, if he takes a shit, I want to know about it. Be it in my bed, be it in his fucking toilet. Well, it was an is, expression. The thing is as well that I got a bit annoyed about later on in the game is we happened across an ogre. We broke him free. We then went through where his like prison cell was in the dungeons, and we happened across um, an area of water. And we're like, we'll inspect it. And then uh, the ogre just went, "Oh, that's just my toilet." It's like, well, there's your toilet humour right there, mate. Yeah, we another uh, good point. Another good point. I, then we couldn't say anything about it because otherwise you'd get angry and it would tell us off again. The, you know, I'd never had to hold my tongue so much in a game. I know. There were points where I, I, now, this is immature, and I'm sorry, but I showed James and Sean a message on my phone that just said, right, let's go full fucking stupid on this. And I did notice that James started to get more, a little bit more silly after that. But it was also, bear in mind, before I even said the present in the bed thing, right? James had got on a car and wanted to be pushed down to the mines, and then he had to get somebody else to push him, and then he was like, wee. Yeah. That was all right. The cheese mines was all right. It's just because he said it. poo. Yeah, I know, but like, I thought it was consistent. But it, when he when he told you off, Harrison, it like ruined the to- like it ruined it took, the atmosphere yeah. for about a good hour or two. Well, yeah. it, t- it took me like a considerable amount of minutes to get comfortable again. And also, how fucking long was it between any of us had our turns? I know with the guy uh, in the morning, it's like not even enough for the, us a break. The guy in the morning, yeah, yeah, no break. The guy in the morning was like, you know, he's an old guy and he's just he's he's slow paced. I right? went to the bar four times uh, uh, during I mean, that we game. We were barely at the fucking. Uh, just it was. And I tell you what, listeners, we're going to do a review of his system because fortunately he handed out a book to each of us, and I, I, I just I need to tear it apart. I hate it. But do you know what? I actually had a good time role playing with the people at the table because everyone was fucking awesome. And the thing Especially is, with my Jim, arrival, Jim as well. He, he he is a nice bloke, but it, like you can tell that he's a nice guy for is definite. He was a bit of a cop. No, he was. He was, a, he was actually just a bellend. Yeah, he was a bit of a knob. Like seriously. Right, but if we're going to review his fucking RPG, you can't just call him a cunt. No, I can. But well, I'll say that doesn't factor into the review. Yeah, it does. Not even slightly. But I hate him, <laughs> and I hate the game. The uh, role players at the table saved it, uh, but so. But the system about is so needlessly complicated. It is very complicated. And it was like, okay, so at, there was there were times, right, where, for example, the, like, like the, the opposed roles were kind of cool because there was a lot of you have to pick one of your cards and play it against them in secret kind of thing and you kind of trying to predict what they were picking. You could do mind games and stuff like this. That was kind of cool. But when you're doing one of the roles, right, and he's put down the problem that might go wrong and then you put down your card and then half an hour later you've managed to do one move, Right. What makes that better than just rolling for it? What's the fuck? Like, what is the fucking point? It's deeply flawed. Yeah, why would you need to? You're, all you're doing is is extending the roll for no fucking reason. Ah, oh, yeah. we're playing Deadlands next. Deadlands classic. Woo-hoo.
Oh, I tell you what, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to whoop you. We've um, we've saved up a lot of energy for that because we regained all of it during that middle session. Oh yeah, because I was asleep a lot of the time. And I... James, James drew a penis on the tablecloth. Yeah, I did because it was humorous, unlike the game. Yeah, it, it was entertaining. It made me unlike Sean, the game. Sean uh, started putting on one hour of silence, interrupted by what the dogs doing. Did you actually? Yeah, 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 I, did. yeah. I didn't and, and even he notice. Went, he went to the toilet and it played a couple of times. It was on his phone, on YouTube, and it was just like, uh, we were all sitting there all talking like about this uh, quite and quite serious political stuff about tiny men living in a mine. And um, yeah, and then it was just like, what the dog doing? Wow. Yeah. I applaud Art. you for that. Art. Yeah. Deadlands. Deadlands next, uh, Rave Review at the end. I'm sure of it. Nothing could be worse than... Alright, look, Sean's gone. He's going. Oh, sorry. Alright, yeah, go. Yeah, well, Sean's gone. See you later. Adios amigo. Deadlands Classic. Hold up a minute. Deeperberdengif. Deeperberif. Burber Eve. We had to. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, come over here, man. Oh, yeah, come sit. What are you doing over there, burbering your dang? Uh, there you uh, go. Right, guys. We had to get an Uber burr. <laughs> we had to get an Uber burr dang. Um, I'll tell you what, though, right? We will talk about the game in a minute, but travelling the Birmingham streets. Fucking hell, what is the crowd around there like? All, all this shouting has made my voice sound like yeah. the fucking train announcer. Yeah. The next station will be. Burber um, dang. We got out of the fucking cab. We saw three people arguing. And one of them was like, if you want to get fucking arrested, you're going to get fucking arrested. And then the other guy was just like, look, just let me do what I want to do, all right? <laughs> and then we were, went and we turned the corner. Homeless guy's sitting there. Uh, Being videoed. Doing like, like one of those um, uh, announcement calls. Yeah, and he is. was just like, if you love who you love, then keep that in your heart. And then we sort of trailed off so we didn't hear the rest of it. And then there were two... You know, I, I don't like to say this. So, you know, we live in hoes. There's two hoes, mate. They were fucking. Well, they weren't. Absolute but they were, duck oh, face. My God. Like, like, and there's nothing yeah, like. But, yeah, but those. They, they always come out of the lift every time we. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean so there was two out in the street. There was actually quite a considerable amount of them in the, the street. The, oh, the, yeah. the, the spectacular lack of clothing. It's disgusting. It made me want to go home and burn bur- my dang. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, is that then when we're getting in the lift in this hotel, to can we say slags? Yes. Got out of the lift and they had those lip injections and it just and they were so orange, it was disgusting, and they stank to high heaven. Uh, And they were so drunk. Did you notice that when I walked past one of them, I went, Jesus? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And one of them almost didn't make it out of the lift. She couldn't stand up. Well, when I got in the lift uh, on the way back, uh, the is one of them your girlfriend now? Uh, yes. Did she uh, borrow bro- your thing? Well, it's a, a lift date. No, uh, when I got in the, <laughs> when I got in the lift, it was co- uh, covered in glitter. What? Yeah. Doesn't even make sense. It, no, it the lift. The lift. <laughs> the lift. So Deadlands Classic. I tell you what, Deadlands Classic is banging. Another thing, though, is it thirty-five fucking quid to get a taxi from the. We were go- we were going from the Deadlands Classic back to our hotel. Every train was cancelled. So we had to get a fucking Uber, 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 
Yeah, and like we had maybe about eighty of them cancel on us until one guy. It was just like us. one after the other, like cancelled, 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 cancelled. Tell you what, though, driving around Birmingham, he drove with real speed, man. <laughs> he was going fast. They don't fuck about around here, mate. There was a one person fully unwrapping, unboxing, and eating his McDonald's in this car next to us whilst driving. I was like, "Fucking look at that guy!" And it was just like fully unfolding the cheeseburger. He was he, he was smashing his face into this cheeseburger <laughs> like like somebody was going to take it off him. Yeah. While he was driving. He was probably waiting for dinner for a long time, though. Yeah, but you can't eat and drive at the same time. It's illegal. Oh, yeah. All right? And we, you know, we don't, we can't condone that activity. Although my favourite thing is to eat and drive at the same time. And I'm already a shit driver, so... That is... I've, ne- I've never... I don't think... No. I'm not sure I've really done it ever. I love it, man. Get a fat McDonald's. <laughs> No, you, I've, sit, you, I've done that sit in car, eat before drive. I feel as if we should explain burr burr dang. No, we don't need to. If you listen to it, then there you go. Well done. No, but the, 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 it was on a bonus podcast, locked behind a paywall. Deadlands classic. What, but if we don't explain burr burr dang. No, we'll, we'll get questions, then we'll answer it when we get a question about then it. Then we say go listen to the fucking bonus podcast, and you'll figure out what burr burr dang is. Deadlands classic. It's fucking great. It is really good. And it's surprisingly different to normal Savage Worlds but um, it's a weird West setting and the law obviously in the older ones is very different <clears throat> we had a Scottish bloke running it for us and he was such a good GM but very very harsh so the plot of the whole thing was that our posse was on the run from a bunch of US marshals and police and stuff like this <clears throat> and we find ourselves in this town called New Jerusalem where weird shit is happening all over the place Fucking, well, like, so one guy goes into the general store and there's this guy just babbling to himself, rocking back and forth. I go into the saloon, there's a guy tapping on the window and a woman comes up and just hands me a dead baby, like... Oh, man, that's fucked up. That was fucked up. And then, uh, like, and then James's character had the curious hindrance, so she went up to the top of the hill. Yeah, so there was a bit of a mistake there. So I know, like, the distance was on the map, but no one ever reads it. So I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll just go up this dusty trail because I'm curious. I'm just going to go searching because everyone else everyone else did search a different part of the town. And yeah, it was, we all split up. So, it, but the thing yeah. is, yeah, yeah, like, the map scale wasn't necessarily that clear. You thought it was just, oh, I'm going to go investigate that hill a couple of yards away, that yeah. house a couple of yards away. He was like, all right, you've travelled for half a mile. And then uh, he was just on his own. Yeah, and then um, he was just like, oh, well, I'm just going to go into the house. I was like, well, fuck it, I'm here now. I'm just going to play like that. And it was like I, the, the character, um, uh, what's she? She was a, a buffalo gal, yeah. a buffalo woman, yeah. And um, so she was very sort of independent and proper, like, woohoo, you know, and all about her. So she was arrogant without having... The hindrance arrogance, right? It was written into her backstory. So that uh, part of that and her like massive confidence and everything like that. I was just like, well, I'm just going to do all this stuff because it also had brave was was a um, an edge that she had in there. But I didn't realise, or unless I'm misinterpreting it, I didn't realise that the edges and hindrances weren't um, as in the spotlight as Savage Worlds has made them. Because I, I, I don't, really I don't know, like, having, having not read the fucking Deadlands classic rulebook, I don't know, but it seemed from the way it was GM'd and the way we were playing it that James and I really played our hindrances. Yeah. And nobody else really did. And we didn't get awarded bennies for doing so. Like, like because James went off by himself, bug things were on the ceiling. Uh, long story short, he, she got arrested, 
right? And then I had the loyal hindrance. Yeah. So I went up the hill to try and save her, hatched a plan, albeit not a very good one, but I was trying to save her from being arrested. Mm. And then I got arrested, and then... We the, the, set out the game for almost half of it. Yeah, and then the huckster got arrested too, and uh, uh, like everyone was just getting arrested. Maybe, it was really maybe entertaining. Just, maybe it was down to the gym, not... not uh, observing the uh, the, the play, no, because he's been playing for ages, man. Yeah, he knows the he, game he, like he, the back he, of his hand. He had the original <clears throat> um, Deadlands card decks that he got in 2007. Okay. The GM and well, player I, I, card I, Yeah, I wonder if maybe hindrances weren't as much of a focus. Like this is a general role playing thing or whatever. But you, you maybe the way you earn Benny's is different. If anyone's played Deadlands Classic, let us know. But we yeah, obviously was, we'll be reading up on it now. We've oh, definitely. It. I I really liked it. There's a Maybe we'll talk about it another time, but there was a lot of rules in it that I really liked, and the dice pool thing was a lot of fun. Um, I feel like we have to do a separate episode on it, to be honest. Definitely. And, yeah, uh, yeah it was a good game, man. It was very well run, but the guy was like, look, I'm fair, but I'm not harsh. I'm like, he, he ran a good game. He was brilliant, engaging. It was The horror was spot on. But then, like, he was harsh. He's a harsh GM. Like, there's no fucking two ways. Yeah, because he was playing... Uh, he <clears> could have given cut us some slack, because... For all he's known, like we're newbies. And so there was a couple uh, moments where Harrison's character was just being a bit obnoxious because that's the kind of character that he is. And then at one point, um, he got his finger cut off because he called the marshal and um, said, stop, suck, go, stop going there sucking some dick and come over here. Yeah, because I was trying to get his attention. Right, and okay, I could understand that. But then I got knocked out, like smashed over the head and got a head wound, uh, you know, with a rifle because I started whistling... To let these guys know I was near, right? So it was a really so good like, gameplay, just... like, you know, role-playing aspect. And if he, I think, let Harrison finish his entire um, sentence by saying, I'm doing this so that they can be alerted. Um, that um, Yeah, so I was like, I'm just whistling one of those old trails. And so they would know I was nearby and that I'd been arrested. So I was like, <whistles> and he just went, bam, he hits you. That's like, like, much, like we, we're being critical of it, but it was a fun game. It oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it is, was very, very. Good. There, there was a very, there was a pretty funny moment near the end, right? Where, um, so what happens is we we were arrested and we were being held captive in this house. When we finally got free, I said, "Right, I've realised the criminal life ain't for me. I'm legging it out the back." And then somebody helpfully reminded me, they were like, "Oh, by the way, the marshals and all of the police are out the back." And then I was like, "Okay, well, I'm not going to do that then." And the bloke was like, "No, no, no. You said you went out the back, and now you're going out the back." And then I was just like. He was like, no, no, I'm only joking, mate. Take your turn. Uh, right, who's next? And uh, he just, uh, he, I think he just sort of forgot himself for a minute. I did like a really slow head turn to James. <laughs> and I was like, did that just fucking... Uh, yeah, James was, was trying to tell like, him. I was like, so so you do run away? Are you going to run? So you're still running away? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd, like it made me want to look into Deadlands Classic. Mm, it's, a, it's a cracking game. Well, Nick's got the uh, Deadlands Classic 20th Anniversary Edition. It's never getting played. It's never getting played. Maybe he, you know, gratis. <laughs> gratis. But so yeah, yeah. if you don't know about Deadlands Classic, look it up. It's a lot of fun. If you don't know about Bur Bur Deng, go and Bur Bur Your Deng. Because, you know. Actually, to be fair, you could probably just type in Bur Bur Deng and find it. But, yeah, um, but how do you spell Bur Bur Deng? 
Well, just let the listeners try it for themselves. Well, maybe you just do that. You know where you can do the, 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 you type into the, you do the microphone on the phone. I'm so fucking delirious, James. I just fell over in the shower as well. Oh, yeah, his leg's fucked. It's so fucking gnarly. Ugh, I really burp my thing. Anyway, thank you very much. No, guys. Sean, you got any mud vein related stuff to say? or uh, Mud vein news? No, not really. Well, you just let the cat loose about Bird Bird Dang. Oh, it's not my plan. <laughs> I was trying to light up for a bird thing. Um... So this morning, this morning, Sean Sean woke up. The first thing he did, the first thing he did upon waking up was burp the word yawn. Yawn. Why did you do that? So annoying. So you burped the word yawn <laughs> because you were tired. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we woke up at six thirty. Didn't get an alarm from Harrison. A bit rude. Well, yeah, well, yeah, you just expected it because I did it on the first day. Um, well, but yeah. I'm not your grandmother. Anyway, there was, there was hardly an alarm, me waking you up with the brr brr dang. You know. Turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. Morning! You didn't even do that. James got annoyed at me this morning as well because you get a free snack ticket, a free snack and a drink. Well, Sean almost got denied his yeah, because I of did. that. Yeah. Well, should have thought about that. Fuck get, you, you dickhead. <laughs> Snickers, but now I've got nuts. Nuts. Oh, I just, I just, yeah, I got a Snickers, mate. Yeah. But yeah, we got, we got one for the three of us, and then we each get a snack and a drink. But I just redeemed it and just got myself one, thinking that these two had one. And then uh, as I, as I, I said to James, I was like, I oh, do not have one. And he went, Nah. It's the same <laughs> as yesterday. As he's walking off like really angry. Are you, you really don't want to mess with me in the morning, bro. No, James. <laughs> Could really go. You could really go anywhere in the morning, you know. No. But you had a nice breakfast. Yeah, it's good, mate. I made do you feel a breakfast really sandwich. Do you feel I, really happy now? I do. No, I feel like I didn't have apple juice. No more than apple juice. Now I'm sad. I do appreciate that you tried to like fight the anger for me, man. So yeah, you, you, you try. Nice. You're trying to hold it in. And that's trying good. to hold it in, so it was only like four punches. Yeah, yeah. Instead of the usual sixteen. No. Um. Right. So Sean, shut up. Sorry. Um, all right, so yeah, today is uh, day three of gaming. Yeah, boy. Well, yeah. day two of gaming. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so true. Um, and we've uh, we booked in, we've, ladies and gentlemen, we, we booked in for a session of Mutant Year Zero. Time, time, time. Not Mutant Year Zero. Time, oh, it's, time. The, it's the Mutant Year Zero rules. So. System. System. But it's called like time, 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 time. It's Tales from the Loop, isn't it? Time slips oh, and sunken ships. You. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we if you can't tell us, you know, we're the only one in the gaming area at the moment. The so only... we've realised that there's a oh, we've already said it, the booking issue. So now we and especially with early. this bloke. So yeah, we're here an hour early. Um, hopefully so, it's good. Yeah, can't deny us our fucking spaces now, cunt. Now we're pumping with iron. So we didn't talk about the middle day game, did we? 
No, because like I was really fatigued and we split the party in real life for a bit. You were really angry? No, I was just tired. Yeah. Um, we played uh, Tales from the Loop. Yes. I really enjoyed it. You not so much. I, enjoy, I really enjoyed the story. I really enjoyed some of what the people did. But I do feel like there was a really, really heavy amount of narration, which meant that, um, well, I just don't feel like I did much. Yeah. Well, same here, but I did it. I enjoyed the story a lot. But yeah, the story was awesome. He it was a, so for those that remember, which is probably nobody, it, he was the same guy, Dave Matney, I think his name is. Is it Dave Matney? I don't know. Was um, uh, uh, Dar- Darren or da- Dean? Oh, Darren, Darren uh, Chetwode. <laughs> and um, he yeah he ran us through Tales from the Loop, and it was years ago. Dragged me, and he stopped the game six times to get a pint, and we played oh, about mate. half an hour of. So it's kind of similar here, except replace going for a pint with doing some narration. Yeah. It was a cool story. Essentially, it was uh, there's this girl that's gone missing in our town. We're playing teenage kids. She's gone missing. We go looking for her. It's by the old Navy base, and there's this sort of invisible force field. Um, turns out there were some time experiments going on during World War Two, and uh, we've accidentally sent our ba- ourselves back to World War Two. We have to infiltrate a UK base which has been taken over by Nazis, which is pretty Nazi if you, when you think about it. Yes, bro, and well, Nazi, innit? Yeah, so we had to get in their farts and uh, <laughs> do something about it. So, um, yeah, we find the girl. We uh, get these, uh, get some equipment together to sort of reverse the time effect and go back to our own time, having saved the girl. And we got a princely sum of £10. Each. Yeah. That's pretty good, but we did also change uh, my Harrison's character was related via marriage. Um, it was uh, my dad and his mum got together, my stepmom, his stepdad. Um, and yeah, so it was quite nice because uh, the, the father was a dickhead in he was the abusive. normal timeline. Yeah, and so we, we went back in time and while we were there... We while happened the, to cross him. Yeah, well, because he was an old Navy guy and while the others were there... Um, they were trying to get this time shit going and we were trying to find our, well, his dad and retrieve him from the Nazis and then make him nice again. Yeah. So we sort of said, like, in the future, you know, on James, was, you, you opened it up and you were just like, in the future, don't drink so much. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, I was just like, and you're going to meet a lovely woman called Jean. And be nice to her. Be nice to her, I'll find you. And if you have a son, be nice to him too. Yeah. And so we got back to our time and previously where James and I's characters hated each other, uh, we sort of got on and uh, we we see our dad uh, well your dad my stepdad at the pub where we were on holiday together he's looking uh, furious he's like really angry and he, he gets uh, we get close to him and he, a big smile comes across his face and he's putting like a feast for us and he's like, like yeah kids night. welcome back yeah and so he turned nice which was that was really cool actually and it was, it was very it. nice yeah I um, really wish I had that um, I like it when uh, GMs go around the table and ask for how everyone else wants to sort of tip it off, because I wanted to do a little cool thing, but oh yeah, I just like held a, my an ending scene, yeah, yeah. I wanted I... to like, um, I wanted to hand him a bit of his sleeve that I ripped off in the in the past. Oh yeah, yeah. For him to be like, what? Yeah, but it was good. I enjoyed it. I do get the fact that you said that we didn't necessarily do that much, but if you think about what we achieved, it was fucking awesome. Every move you did was really great, yeah. and everyone at the table really loved it. Yeah. One of my favourite memories, actually I've got two. First off was that we had to draw our names onto table tents, <laughs> and uh, James's character was called Chad Skinner, 
And I just looked over and uh, James had misspelled it and I went, Chad Skyner. And then he looked at it and was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but then later on, later on, uh, we see uh, James's dad getting dragged through this base by a Nazi. And I just go, look, there's your dad. Let's do this. And I walk up to the Nazi, tap him on the shoulder and I motion to Chad to uppercut him. But Chad starts start, like, looks at the Nazi and goes, uh, by the way, I'm your son, uh, you know, in the future. And I'm like, oh, that's not your dad. That's a Nazi. That's your dad. And then he just uppercutted the Nazi. He's like, oh, poof. That was good. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but unfortunately, we did, in the end, actually make it so that the Germans won. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the little um, extra thing that the GM put in there. Because we changed the course of history, the Germans won the war and the whole of Europe was taken over by them. So when we got to uh, when we got back to our time, we were speaking German, but didn't it, it didn't yeah, even we, occur to us. We didn't realise. Yeah, but yeah, the camera fun. panning out showed us that we were. Yeah, it was sick. And um, yeah, but then we then we just played Thirteenth Age. Yeah, we did because uh, whoever the prick was meant to run Wonder Home was a no show. But fortunately, at the no show table, there was these two um, lovely people. Uh, I think the husband and wife. Um, and husband and husband. Husband both and men. wife. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm talking about the, the no-show table. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, everyone who was meant to play on Wonder Home, uh, we ended up uh, joining in uh, the 13th Age, um, all of us. Yeah, so we had five of us. There was a guy who happened to be missing four players and also had an extra character sheet, so we went and played 13th Age. And the GM was one of the, I, I think, sweetest, cutest things I've ever seen. He was, i tell you what, the amount of rules that exist is ungodly, but so, he just pinged them off. 13th Age, we played the Glorantha setting, which is the RuneQuest setting using the 13th Age system. But the, the he knew the game so well that even a cumbersome game like 13th Age, which is a good game, you mm. know, but very uh, slow to run, he just knew everything. And he would often, like, while you were rolling damage, he'd go on to the next player, get them to do it. Right, what did you get? And he was just so amazing. Mate, his brain was absolutely popping off. It's he like, handled it like no one's business. There were some times where he was just like, oh, I messed up. But then he just seamlessly sort of went back and went, oh, yeah, okay, cool, they're dead, they're dead. Yeah, they've got less health. All right, cool, now you next. But I loved how um, how wholesome his narration was as well yeah. because he didn't get pretentious about anything. He'd just be like, there was this god... And he killed his sister because he didn't like her. And, yeah. and then we, then when we were in the game, it would be something like, right, you do 22 points of fire damage to the priest. And he does not look happy about it. Next. Yes. And I liked it at one point. I killed someone. I was like, I'm going to go up. I'm going to smash the shaman. And uh, I rolled damage. And then he went, right, you smash him. Next. And uh, like, like he was dead, obviously. Yeah. yeah, it was so much fun. And it was a good one to end on because it was just pure combat. It we, really, really, really did. Um, I think tie it up for us really well and mm -hmm. I really liked how um, he's very excited about everything that was going on but how he chose each player at each time because we're going through the standard yeah, list of order goes you yeah you every time he, yeah, and he'd be like you you're fighting the owl bear what are you going to do and then yeah he was awesome super awesome and it was just a good like really good bunch of players as well yeah we had seven players and it still flowed like so well we all got um, like I think equal attention at the table. Oh, definitely. Everyone was playing he really well. He did very, very well to ensure that he went round the table and he kept changing the direction. He kept dropping people out, but then we just reminded him. Just, oh, that's fine. Uh, I forget, but it's just remind me and it's all good. Yeah, and on one turn, he forgot to uh, attack with two of his monsters, so he gave them two turns the next turn. Yeah, but that was awesome. It was a really fun idea, and it yeah. just meant that everyone got equal opportunity to do damage. What was um, cool, though, is... Um, so, the the uh, it was just a very simple adventure. It was essentially like... 
there's these uh, beast men called the Brew who are like really weird and they can have sex with anything and then it turns into a brew. So in, yeah, pretty in, much. In one case, a tub of mint jelly. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just basically us like this woman who got kidnapped from our village and then we just fought a bunch of shit and went into a hell dimension and shit. It was fucking good. Just a nice, good combat game. Because combat can be boring, but he made it so good by how quickly he knew every rule. It yeah. was just amazing. It was absolutely insane. It was like we even kept forgetting about because there was so much battle constantly going on. We did actually start forgetting um, what was going on in the plot or how many people was around us. But he just, yeah, again, another seamless um, recall of everything that's going on. It almost made me want to buy 13th Age, but I know I can't run it like that. Oh, no. It, There's it, no it way would, I could be that fast. I think that... So we had uh, somewhere in the region of a of a full, um, if you discount um, character choosing, an entire, it was three hours. Full three hours worth of, like, constant battles. Non-stop, and yeah. Um, and I, I reckon what we accomplished today would maybe take three or four sessions. Easily. Like, yeah, easily. like even with you, our, our most seasoned GM in the group. Yeah, but I'm too stupid. And he was obviously very clever. I, I loved it, absolutely loved it. Great one to, to end on as well, especially after the, you know, we had the mixed reception to the midday game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, we're now in the car and we're going to go and I want to go home, so let's go home. Love you, bye. Well, before we do, mm-hmm. well, I think we have to talk about the con as a whole, right? Now, we've already said about the ticketing issues and I think it was a problem with their website, not necessarily the way the staff are running it, right? Yeah, so we're kind of going, well, no, we are. We're fully going back on our word about um, some randos joining in because I think in hindsight uh, there was just a ticketing issue because we realised at every game apart from like no, no at every game that we actually attended and was meant to attend it was oversubscribed despite like, the fact you too put many a people. player limit online yeah so there was a lot of other people but yeah so it was obviously just their fucking basically you had tickets in your basket somebody else had them in their basket and obviously games were getting yeah, I think they merged because, um, I don't know if we said, but we just happened, I just happened to start up a conversation on our expo group and then we started looking online and noticed that player sign-ups you could do because I had no idea how to do it before. But it just so happens that on that day, that's when they opened. So we actually managed to get it on the day, which is a weird, awesome coincidence. Yeah, and uh, I, I really, obviously you're not, you don't buy that many products aside from things like dice and stuff like this. Yeah. So I really enjoyed the shopping. Obviously, you hated it because it was really busy and stuff. I hate people, you see. So do I. Uh, But the thing is, it wasn't an RPG-focused con. It's RPGs and board games. So the selection wasn't amazing, but I got some really fucking good stuff. I got Electric Bastion Land, Black Hack box set, Root RPG box set. I got got loads of shit, basically. Um, But yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome and pretty well run on that side of things. And uh, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, it was a. The, the only nice bit about being up so early these past two days is having the ability to go to breakfast before anyone else. Yeah, that was nice. And get free reign of the freshly cooked. But it's food. also because we we got an extra game in each day, mostly. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's go. I'm, I, I want to go home. Okay, bye. Bye, everyone. Everywhere is monsters, tits out, wet mouth, heads back, shouting and screaming just to prove they exist. Becky's at the bar with the usual mix of. Decadent fabrics and desolate lighting Everybody here has got a hyphenated second name Blowing more breeze than the wind at the weather vane Industry slime ball, showbiz big deals The cool new band with the retro fills The rap party for their video 
the director martial law Head to toe in yellow velour Is holding court about the science of image While the sycophants giggle and grimace Becky fidgets, tells herself Must stop being so cynical Everybody here is a human Even these pitiful posturing pop stars and idiots She tells herself to look again Nothing is hideous So while martial law is wanking on about his artwork She smiles at the guy opposite bright eyes Dark shirt, he raises his eyebrows in the direction of Marshall My name's Becky, she says What's yours? She was like nothing that he'd seen before Strong body, soft edges with something so raw In the core of her iris He said his name, Harry And never in his life had he felt so happy They got talking, free bar, exhausting decorum He drank until she was so absorbing He blanked out the party, the floor spun He stared at her face and felt sure Something was happening here He was kind of nervous His eyes kept doing circuits in the room He drank as fast as they could serve him Then this dude comes over Sticks out a thick hand